Saturday Morning Magazine with Bruce Farrell continues on WPTF. After decades of service, Barry Porter is retiring as the CEO of the American Red Cross Eastern North Carolina chapter. He talked with Nate Saunders about his career and the work of the Red Cross worldwide. And, and it's usually um, around what people see or experience as their introduction to the Red Cross. Oh, hey, if I donate blood, the Red Cross is a blood collector. If I have been in the United States military, and I came home because my uh, parents were critically ill and the Red Cross sent a message to me in uh, Kuwait and I got to my command and they relieved me a duty to come home and attend a family crisis or even a funeral or sometimes good news, but most often not. Uh, you, you, that's your affiliation with Red Cross. Maybe you took a first aid or a swim class. Uh, you took first aid because your, your employer required it because of OSHA. Uh, or perhaps you've been a victim of a disaster, a fire, a hurricane in North Carolina, flooding, those kind of things. And people have that interaction with the Red Cross. But, you know, one of the most interesting things during my career I've found is the number of people that think we are a part of the government. And we are not. For sure. Probably because you guys have such a wide range of things you do and, you know, uh, being with the military that also kind yeah. of has that feel and uh, being with a crisis that also kind of gives it a, a feel yeah, for that. Exactly. You're looking at, you know, fire and emergency responders, uh, government, uh, FEMA, uh, you know, the state of Mer- North Carolina state emergency here uh, and the excellent leadership that we've had through uh, the, the directors there that I've worked with and their their intent to save lives and help people uh, with shelter and things and large-scale events like Matthew and Florence. And so you're right, one in three of Americans when asked think we get money and support from the government. Uh, And in fact, we uh, are not. We are declared to exist by international treaty. Some folks might call it the Geneva Conventions and be aware of that about wounded and dying and prisoners of war. But if you're going to be an independent organization, you can't get a lot of money from somebody and be too independent. That's what I would teach, teach my children when they were growing up that, you know, it was my house, my rules, my money. <laughs> that is some interesting perspective. I, I haven't thought about it necessarily in, in that way, how you guys receive yeah, exactly. funds. So our neutrality, our impartiality, and our ability to meet hum- humanitarian needs, right? And that's a that's a tough thing for folks to think about is that when you say you're the American Red Cross, but your commitment is to neutrality, impartiality, and meeting human needs. And so, uh, you know, if folks on that are listening used to watch the old television show MASH, the doctors that were serving in the Army underneath the Geneva Conventions and those Red Cross emblems on the helicopters and tents indicated they had to help both sides. Right. Tell us about you. How did you get to the point of being CEO of the Eastern North Carolina chapter of the Red Cross? And uh, why are you stepping away after two decades? Actually, you know, it's four decades. Ah, um, I have a misinformation. Oh, uh, yeah, misinformation. Well, that's two decades here in North Carolina, but 43 years. Um, and I got to the American Red Cross because my mother saw an ad in the newspaper, which tells your listeners, that was a long time ago, <laughs> where you had to go to the office, fill out an application, and turn it in. But I had volunteered with the Red Cross while in college and got an opportunity then to um, – uh, apply and I think saying that I had volunteered with before got me the opportunity to interview to sell myself that I could be into the organization and then you know most of us just never really plan our career or maybe we think we'll do something different uh, and then I, I got opportunities to grow within the organization uh, to have new experiences and to apply my own uh, desire to lead and to be um, 
somebody who helped the organization to be better and to work with people who voluntarily gave their time, money, and blood. And then later on, the organization kept changing. And finally, they I came here to Raleigh uh, with three chapters under my design uh, and responsibility. That was Warren, Franklin, and Wake County. And then over time, things changed, and they gave me 53 counties to say grace over. And so I'll be leaving uh, a team that oversees 53 counties of eastern North Carolina with each of our programs, whether it's the blood delivery to hospitals, disaster relief, and uh, to uh, training services to our military programs, which are large because of Camp Lejeune and Fort Liberty or Fort Bragg, all of those. And I, I don't know how I got here. It's sort of one of those things about the the if you see a turtle on top of a fence post that he did that he did not get here by himself, right? Uh, and so I had a lot of support, a lot of volunteers, leaders, community leaders who who helped to formulate in my career path and to influence who I am and how I became a leader in the organization. His name is Barry Porter. He's the CEO of the Red Cross uh, Eastern North Carolina chapter. He's CEO of it for the next few days. He's going to step down and retire after a long career. you got about 30 seconds. These interviews always fly. And it, Give me a quick pitch for the average person to help the Red Cross do their mission. Give me a quick pitch. The American pitch. Red Cross is a grassroots organization. We are in your community each and every day, preventing and alleviating human suffering from the need for blood, to disasters that happen each and every day, to military emergencies. You can make a difference in so many ways by giving your gift of time, money, or blood through the Red Cross, and you will feel the wonderful impact you have on your community. You're listening to Saturday Morning Magazine.